The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav. You called me in to bring the thunder, and that's what I'm going to do. We're on the road to freedom, America. The dream of freedom. America stands for individual freedom. Let's crank it up! Testing, one, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the only one that was super creeped out by that? Always unfiltered and unapologetic. Just a lot of jumbled noise. No do-overs, no gimmicks, no faking it. Booyah! Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. She said, any way you haunt it, that's the way you need it, any way you haunt it. Is that the way it goes? Are you going to go to, you know, Journey and Toto? Uh, they have united for this world domination tour. Oh, They're going to hunt deer. And play great music. <laughs> All right, so with the Grateful Dead, yeah, with the Grateful Dead. Uh, so we're talking Buck Fever on today's show, and we're gonna have Brian Spicer. He's the host of No Limits Hunting. We're also gonna have Mrs. Bunny on. She's gonna be talking about generators. Uh, that's really cool. We know how to regenerate your life. Uh, then we're gonna have Brandon Adams on. He is the host of uh, My World Outdoors. Talking about his Oklahoma Slam. Talking about decoying and big bucks, and then his that decoying. That's an interesting story. Yeah, it's really really cool. He's gonna get into that, and also. He's working on his Texas Slam. But let's get to Brian Spicer. Brian Spicer. That is correct. Yes, sir. Bug Fever is on the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. Now kicking off a two-part interview with Brian Spicer, host of No Limits Hunting, Friday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Brian has just the right spice of life. Yeah, absolutely. Brian Spicer, this guy goes everywhere. Uh, you would be his caddy. You could carry his guns <laughs> I'm everywhere. I'm not tall enough. <laughs> All right, so hey, we're being joined by Brian Spicer, the host of No Limits Hunting. That's Fridays, Jimbo, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Mr. Brian, how's it going, man? I'm good. How are you, gentlemen? Good, good. Now, you you live down in Texas, and that is like the whitetail capital of the world, isn't it? It is the Mecca, absolutely. Yeah, now, I was watching, don't you guys normally go, um, I think every year it's kind of like uh, your annual hunt there at Squaw Mountain Ranch. Do you go there? We do, yeah. We actually hunt out there quite a bit. They've uh, been a great partner of ours for years and years, and the terrain and topography of that ranch is something that you don't typically see in Texas, specifically North Texas. And it's, uh, for us, been a great draw, been a great partnership, and tons of great hunting opportunities out there. Yeah, now that's straight north of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, isn't it? It's like Jacksboro it area, I think. Or... Yeah, it's Jacksboro. It's about two hours northwest of the Metroplex. Yeah, I was looking at some photos of the bucks you guys have taken. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, dude, these are nice bucks, man. Absolutely. Yeah, they've got some great genetics out there. We were actually out there a week or so ago. And my wife had a nice white tail at 10 yards and passed. Oh. Uh, I had one with my rifle at 90 yards and passed. So it's just, it's one of those places that affords you a great opportunity to go out and have a, you know, truly remarkable hunting experience. Yeah. If I would have had a buck that close at 10 yards, a nice buck, 
I would have passed out. <laughs> yeah, we hear that quite a bit. So we're uh, we're getting a little bit more selective, I guess, in our old age as to what it is that we want to put on the ground. So. You know, Jimbo's talking about like Texas is the whitetail mecca. Texas is like the mecca for all things outdoors. But the hard thing is, it is a very lucrative business down there. Um, and it's not like there's a crap load of walk-in hunting or you could just, I mean, everything is leased up or you have to pay for it. And it is costly, isn't it? It's becoming more and more expensive. Absolutely. You know, yeah. when we first moved here, uh, we were coming out of Colorado and we, we tried the public land side and I'll never forget hiking in that first morning into the national forest and just seeing the sheer number of hunters <laughs> that were in the same space that, you know, when you walk in the dark, you don't see anybody yeah. and they probably think you're a deer, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, as soon as that sun broke, I'm like, we have got to get out of here and figure something else out. Uh, and then started getting on, you know, little East Tex leases and, um, unfortunately those never really materialized, but now, you know, we're utilizing some of these ranches that have the amenities and, and the things that we need and value. Uh, so we're utilizing them more and more. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're, when you're down there, of course, what 90% of Texas is all private land. Yeah. And so you have about 10% that, you know, it's public land, but there, there's normally no deer on that public land. But the, the fact of the matter is when you're out there looking for a lease, there's a lot of things to look for. You know, number one, uh, is it good hunting? Number two, where do you stay? You know, is there facilities there to be able to set up a camp? You know, is there water there? There's a lot of things to think about when you're looking to get a lease in Texas, isn't there? Absolutely. Plus the proximity to where you live. You know, mm -hmm. Texas is such a big state, you know, coming out of Houston. If we go to West Texas, I could drive 12 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, you get a lease that's 12 hours away. You're not going to utilize it right then. You're also not there to manage it. And you don't know who else might be participating, quote unquote, in your lease and what they're doing when you're not there. So that's always one of the big challenges is to find something relatively close to home so that you can manage it, so that you can utilize it, and you can monitor what's going on. Yeah, now, how hard has it been, again, uh, hanging out with Brian Spicer, the host of No Limits Hunting, got to check it out, ninth season, Friday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Um, you know, coming across good outfitters, um, that is tricky as well. I mean, you can't believe everything you read online and not everyone's expectations are the same. I mean, that is really hard when you're setting up, especially when you're filming it, you know. You've got to make a show out of this. You have to do something. You have your time, your money. You know, you're paying people as well as you film this. Is it tough to vet outfitters to find the right people? It must take quite a while. Yeah, it's been a challenge, you know, and we have an advanced team, too, that if we're talking to a new ranch that we haven't hunted before, I'll send a person or two out there to check out the facilities, you know, what kind of terrain and topography are we looking at? What kind of blinds are we hunting out of? Are they set up for, you know, bow hunting out of tree stands, things of that nature? Just because there's a lot of opportunities for people that want publicity for their ranch to come and say, hey, you know, here's a free whitetail or here's this, here's that. Yeah. Uh, our standard policy is that we always pay. Mm. And the reason oh, really? that I do that is, yeah, 100%. And the reason that I do that is if I get to a ranch and we don't have the experience that we feel we need or the footage doesn't come together the way that, you know, meets our quality standards, 
if I'm a paying client, I have no obligation to air that. Well, I'm gonna tell you what, you guys paying for your own trips, you're like you're you're, you're less than a dime a dozen. No one does that. You know? It's like you watch all these shows or these deep different people, they're always swapping out and making backdoor deals, you know, and crap like that. Um, I think that's really interesting though. So when you watch something, um, you're getting a taste for how it truly is, not a special treatment or a swap out barter type of deal. I think that's interesting because no one, literally no one does that. Yeah, it's very unique. And that's like I said, it, it's it's our brand pom- you know, promise to our partners. You know, when I talk to people and they ask me why I'm different, I always highlight that. Yeah. Because it's tough these days to really separate yourself from the other shows and not be a me too. And when we started this business nine years ago, we did, we determined, we were determined to say, look, we're going to be different and this is how we're going to be different. You and bet. yes, it will probably cost me a little bit of money. But again, I'm the one that then can control everything and make sure that I'm living up to the promise that I've made to my partner. You bet. Hey, we got to take a break, pay some bills. Uh, can you stick around? Absolutely. All right. Hey, we're talking with Brian Spicer. He's the host of No Limits Hunting Fridays at 730 Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. And this has been presented by uh, Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Uh, now, Mr. Brian, to learn more about you guys, your partners, upcoming episodes, No Limits Hunting, man, where can we find you online? Uh, NoLimitsHunting.com. You can also check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel as well, and hopefully going to be on My Outdoor TV here fairly quickly. You bet. Hey, more Brian Spicer right after this. Please accept our apologies. The following will be horrible. I, I love you like it's the run, baby. I, I, I love you like it's the run, baby. JimmyTrap.com, JimmyTrap.com, JimmyTrap.com. Log on to JimmyTrap.com right now for all things revolution. And stick around. The boys will be right back. Join us in celebrating 20 seasons of unforgettable moments. <gasps> Featuring some of our favorite hunts. That is an absolute giant, folks. And most memorable segments. Great width, great mass, great height. He's got it all. Plus, a look to the future. See how technology has advanced to make your hunting experience a whole lot better. North American Whitetail TV's 20th anniversary season. Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Buck Fever. Now let's get back to Brian Spicer, host of No Limits Hunting, Friday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking Buck Fever on this week's show. And uh, before the break, Brian Spicer was on. He's with No Limits Hunting. It's on Sportsman's Channel Friday nights at 7.30 Eastern Time. Now, in the uh, in the first uh, part of the interview, we talked about outfitters and so forth and how, you know, they can be some nefarious people at times. But, you know, just the way that Texas started with the leases, uh, you know, a lot of the other states, like here in Kansas, you know, you have to lease now. It's not. You don't walk up to the guy's house and knock on the door and say, hey, can we hunt on your land? I mean, you can, but the chances of uh, you getting it just to be able to walk on is practically nil. Do you find that to be true? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, really anywhere that you go, you know, as corporations continue to find hunting as a way to entertain their clients, they're going to tie up more and more property and almost make it cost prohibitive from, you know, the, the weekend warrior, if you will, to go out and find a, a good place to hunt. Yeah. Now you were born and raised just outside of Chicago. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, sir. In the baddest part of town? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pretty close to it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Now, how did you transition from this, you know, kind of, let's say, urban setting uh, I know you you moved to Colorado, you were into sales, and now you're in Texas and you're doing this hunting show. Did you grow up as an outdoorsman or is that something you kind of evolved into over time? It's something that I evolved into. Yeah, I was a competitive athlete as a, you know, as a child and really just didn't have any exposure to the hunting side until I actually graduated college and started working. Oh, wow. Uh, my father and I used to go on Lake Michigan and, and troll for salmon and trout and things of that nature, but... That was few and far between when we weren't, you know, running the baseball tournaments all summer long. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, going from being an athlete, uh, are, are you finding now that uh, some of the training that you did, uh, you still have to do when you're out there, especially you go to Colorado and run up and down those 14,000 foot mountains. Uh, you've got to be in pretty good shape, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely the mindset of the athlete that you want to translate into, especially mountain hunting. You know, we're going to Spain here in a couple weeks. And just putting the time and effort in to get our legs in shape so that we can make those climbs. Uh, you've got to be in the right state of mind to be able to want to do that work. Well, you know, as we, you know, we're nearing the end of October, everyone's thinking the rut. We're getting into whitetail big time right now. Um, but you guys do a lot of overseas travel. Like you mentioned, you're going to Spain. You've been to Africa. He's going to be a matador. I mean, how did, how did you go from not as an outdoorsman, you know, growing up, okay, to nine years into no limits hunting? You travel the world over hunting. I mean, that's a big leap right there. It's one thing to say, oh, yeah, I didn't hunt and fish as a kid, and now I like to do it recreationally. No, now I travel the world and hunt all over. I mean, that's a big stretch right there. It really is, yeah, but we like the adventure. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, having a, a standard whitetail lease and going out there on the weekends and hanging out with your friends. But, yeah. And we do that, don't get me wrong, but I also value the getting on the airplane for 20 hours and seeing different parts of the world and different cultural experiences and how things are done, you know, in other environments. You know, when you go to Africa, it's completely different hunting style than you'll find in, in Spain or you'll find in New Zealand, things of that nature. So I just, I like that planning for the trip. I like the preparation and then obviously the execution of the trip is always uh, a good experience as well. Yeah, now you're going to go to uh, Spain to hunt ibex. There's a lot of different species of ibex. Uh, how many have you got so far? So we uh, last year we were there and shot the southeastern and the Ronda in the southern part of Spain. We're going back for the uh, Grados and the Bicete this year, so that'll complete the Grand Slam. Wow. Mm, is that like a fancy hunt? I'm, I just imagine Spain. You know, it's very formal. Is it like a fancy hunt? Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's a, it's a higher-end hunt for sure. The yeah. animal quality and caliber that you're looking for is really second to none. The places that you stay, the food that you have, it's... Uh, I don't want to call it bougie, but it's a little, <laughs> little more on the bougie side. <laughs> bougie in Spain. I like that. <laughs> hey, look, it's still a hard hunt. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the amenities that go with it uh, are a little on the, the higher end side for sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, where do you think is your favorite place you've ever visited? You know, let's say culturally. Um, and then when it comes to scenic and the hunting, where has been your all-time favorite place? 
Yeah, I would say New Zealand and Spain kind of rival each other. Just really? Just a little bit different. Um, obviously, New Zealand, you know, you, if you've watched Lord of the Rings, you've kind of seen that topography in the mountains and just how green and lush it is. Mm-hmm. So overall beauty would be New Zealand. The overall experience of hunting, I, I would say Spain. Now, maybe that's just because it's fresh. You know, I was there 11 months ago. I'm getting ready to go back. But just that overall experience was and we've talked about it on our show, it was more of a spiritual experience than we've ever had prior. Mm. And that's probably the pull or the connection that I'm having with it right now. Well, I know that uh, I've read a lot of books by Robert Ruark. And, of course, he lived in Spain and absolutely loved, came back from all of his safaris back to Spain. And so you've got something going there thinking about Spain. I mean, there's a lot of things to do. And, of course, you can eat your way across uh, Spain to France if you want. Absolutely, you can. Yeah, the, we were over there last year, like I said, and the thing I didn't realize, you know, we're driving out to the first place that we're going to go hunting, and there are these little trees everywhere. I'm like, what the heck are those trees? And they're olive trees. Oh. I never associated Spain with olive oil at the level that they produce it and the different varieties and things of that nature. So you talk about, you know, eating your way through. I mean, most of our lunches, just by choice, were bread and oil. And yeah, I, I mean, I absolutely loved our experience over there. What if the Ibex rubbed their horns on him? <laughs> I don't know. You know, just like going to get the whitetail, you know. <laughs> now, yeah, I, yeah, I tell you, we had some Ibex cheese when we were over there, and it is not the best tasting stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, really? Seriously? <laughs> oh, yeah. It tastes like it smells if you've ever uh, smelled oh. it. Tell <laughs> I, I, I shot an Audad uh, just south of the Y.O. in Texas. Holy cow. That thing stunk to high heaven. Oh, yeah. Now imagine that being cheese and putting it in your mouth. (laughs) Now, what can we expect from uh, this season? Again, No Limits Hunting, Friday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. You and your wife, Alexis. Such a fun show. You guys go to incredible places. What can we expect this season, man? So we're going to obviously have the the Ibex hunts. We're going to head back to Africa in June. We're going to mix in some blacktails from Oregon. Uh, pronghorn in Colorado, obviously whitetail. We'll do some axis hunts as well. And then one thing that we're toying with, we haven't really released it yet, but we're going to start getting into offshore fishing and the higher end bill fishing side. So the, the idea behind it is, you know, they have all these big tournaments around the world Mm -hmm. and I personally have never seen them documented. And we're going to start to enter some of these tournaments and document that experience and what tournament fishing is all about. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Brian Spicer. He's the host of No Limits, Friday nights at 7.30 Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. That's right. No Limits Hunting. Make sure you watch it. This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Again, Mr. Brian, your upcoming episodes partners get some tips man you guys are just really cool people where can we find you online we're at uh, nolimitshunting.com you can check us out at uh, on instagram and facebook as well uh, my outdoor tv hopefully soon to launch as well as youtube more revolution right after this that's right coming up next is mrs bunny don't go anywhere the revolution with jim and trav we're kind of like being at summer camp we can be outdoors and don't change our underwear connect with the show on social media and at jimandtrav.com stick around the revolution will return after these short messages the beauty of the aleutian islands are rivaled only by their danger this is bush alaska and stuff out here will kill you no one knows that more than the people who call them home 600 miles from the nearest town or road. Meet the fearless trailblazers who live off the grid 
this snaps, it's going to kill somebody. And fight to survive in some of the harshest conditions on Earth. Kind of feel your heart race a little bit. Life on the Edge, all new Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Buck Fever. Now, here's the one and only Mrs. Bunny with Buyer Bust. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking Buck Fever on this week's show. Before the break, Brian Spicer. Yep, what a great guy he was. Talking, uh, he's he's with No Limits Hunting. But right now, we are doing a buyer bust. We got the bunny thing. She does the bunny dance. She has the bunny ears. Were you ever a Playboy bunny? No, but half, half wasn't really my style. I'm not into robes. You're not into robes or no. really old, cre- <laughs> wrinkly men? I guess not. That whole thing is disgusting. Yeah, all right, so no bathrobes here, just inverter generators. That's right. All right, so what are we talking about on Buyer Bus with this, buddy? Okay, uh, this week, the Yamaha EF2200IS. Oh, yeah. It is an um, inverter generator from Yamaha. Um, they have a whole line of generators that are incredible, but uh, this one happens to be like their smallest one and most compact and also great for sportsmen and women that are headed out in the field. So it doesn't matter if you were just going out to camp for a night or for a week or whatever it happens to be, this little unit packs a powerful punch. So it will give you 2,200 watts of power. Um, it has a 30-amp travel trailer receptacle, mm. and it gives you all the power you need to do pretty much anything you could do out in the field. The problem with today's trend of, of battery and solar-powered everything is that there's just not enough um, ready, right? I mean, to, to get you very far. You see everybody talking about how they plugged in their, their, their electric vehicles and they, and they die on the side of the road or whatever. There is still a tried-and-true power source that reigns supreme, and that is going to be your gasoline-powered um, generators, cars, whatever it happens to be, and this is no exception. So this one is um, compact. It's about 55 pounds. It is quiet. It ranges anywhere between like 50 and 60 dBA, I think it is, which is on the rate of just a regular conversation. So it's not really loud. It's not, um, it doesn't take away from your conversation or it's not going to be like a big disturbance in your camp if you're out there doing anything. It also has the ability to detect carbon monoxide and different things. So if you're using it in a smaller enclosed space and it detects that carbon monoxide, it will shut off for about five minutes and it allows you to then take it and relocate it to a place that is more um, well ventilated. That way there's never going to be an issue with uh, carbon monoxide poisoning or anything like that. Well, I have to say, you know, I've actually heard one of these run and uh, they are so quiet. I know you're saying like a conversation or whatever, um, but when you have like the wind blowing and leaves rustling and birds, you don't even notice this damn thing is running because I know Jimbo Jimbo has a generator and when you turn that thing on, it's like, wow, wow, and the vibration. (laughs) Oh my God, if you don't have to pee, you're going to have to pee in just a second. Exactly, Um, exactly. This thing is so damn quiet. Like even out in a calm wooded setting, 
you don't even realize it's running. It doesn't it's even very, seem like uh, it. The uh, noise, the noise disturbance is very minimal. Yeah, it really is. So it's fitted with a like a one point two four gallon gas tank, and that will give you a quarter load continuous run for more than ten hours. So if you're not running a bunch of stuff on this, this is going to give you a really long life. And remember, this is gas powered, not battery powered. For all these people out there, or solar powered, so you're going to get ten hours on one tank essentially. So, so fossil is, fuels. What? Fossil fuels here oh. to save the day, guys. Oh my God. I know. Who would have thought it, yeah, right? Did I hear you say that you can actually charge your electric vehicle with this? Yeah. No, I no, I, you should put it in oh, your you, back seat you, though. Because if you're gonna take your e-vehicle on the road, put this sucker in the back seat for when you go more than twenty six miles and then you can't go any further. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, I am so tired of seeing these stupid electric vehicles. Like in what <laughs> world is an electric vehicle gonna work? You can't pull anything. They're for sissies. I'm just saying, I think in the realm of outdoors men and women, that that whole concept doesn't really work for people like us who are made to live outdoors, go long distances, need the power and longevity of something more that's more sustainable, as in fossil fuels here. We can burn a little gas, and we're not going to burn the world down. That's you know, by, by no stretch of the imagination. I want to see some farmer, rancher, outdoorsman, construction worker guy like, oh yeah, this EV power is just amazing. Yeah, I know. You know I got I, my combine with like, you have to have a whole, you have to have, to have a whole uh, solar farm on top of that sucker to yeah, run it. You have to have a whole battery. <laughs> I wish I had yeah. this in my combine. You I know, know right? My Peterbilt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is so stupid. That is for those metrosexual weirdos that they buy a truck because they think it makes them cool. I know. Oh my God. Well, Okay, so one other really cool feature about this is it comes with something they call twin tech parallel function. Ooh. And so there is a cable that plugs into one, and if you need more power and you have another one of these generators, you if can you have sync two, them. you can sync them together, and together then you get a powerful output of 3,600 watts or 30 amps at 120 volts. So you have not only the singular function, but you can also have the double function with the twin tech. And so um, that gives you more power if and when you need it. Um, it is a um, your traditional recoil or pull start, you know, it has a, a mechanical choke, an on-off switch, um, all of it's pretty straightforward, you know, and it has um, for everybody who also is going to be out there charging their phones and their and their electronics and stuff like that, it also has clean power, so you're not going to have like major jolts of electricity going to your to yeah. your um, tablets and your phones and things like that. It's going to provide you a place to easily charge your electronics without hurting them, all the while you're running other things in your camp or at home or on a job site or anywhere and everywhere in between. Yeah, and also just going into winter, this is a nice thing to have. It is. Uh, it's not standby. only is this great for job site, home, yeah. um, as far as uh, being in the woods and things like that, but it is also a great means for backup power should you lose your power. So again, Mrs. Bunny, what is it called? Where can we find it? This is a Yamaha EF2200IS inverter generator, YamahaMotorsports.com. Uh, if you go to their power products tab, I believe that you'll be able to find all of their generators there. This specific model is a small one, but super economical, super versatile, great for on the go, really compact, pretty cool. Need to check it out. All right, we say what? Bye, Bye guys. Bye. All right, so Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we got Brandon Adams, host of My World Outdoors. Yeah, that's Fridays, 8 30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Mrs. Bunny, God bless you. We love you, girl. That's right. Love you guys. We ain't pretty, we don't smell nice We shot a white tail once or twice But if you don't care, then we don't care So wave your flag and your guns up in the air Let's go! Stick around
these messages. The hunts are tough. The meat is tender. Getting back into places like this can break your body. Meat Eater. Stephen Rinella's outdoor masterpiece returns with an all-new season where epic adventures turn into epic feasts. Eventually, our work starts to pay off. The payoffs are delicious. Watch Meat Eater on Outdoor Channel, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, and on Sportsman Channel, Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Buck Fever. Now kicking off another two-parter with Brandon Adams, host of My World Outdoors, Fridays 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking Buck Fever on this week's show. Before the break, Mrs. Bunny talked about a doggone generator. Yeah, the inverted generators from Yamaha. Right now, we got B.A. Brandon Adams. He is the host of... That does stand for bad. My World Outdoors, Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel, alongside John Christopher. Mr. Brandon, how's it going, buddy? It is going fantastic. How are you boys doing up there? Doing good, doing good. Now, you know, we're up in Kansas, and you're just to the state below us in Oklahoma, You've you've been pretty busy in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is my home state, so you know, I, uh, I a lot of my hunting plans uh, are centered around around Oklahoma. And in the past, obviously, I've had uh, had quite a bit of success here. Yeah. Now I want to jump right into this awesome hunt you did. Uh, you were decoying whitetails. It was about this time of the month uh, last year, though. And you did a setup, and we'll let you describe it to our listeners. And this is wild. There's a video. People can watch this, man. Um, Tell us this. I don't want to give it away. You tell us two decoy setup. You're sitting there on a hill out in the middle of the open. Everyone can see you. Take it from there. How did you set this up? What did you do? So this this particular spread that you're talking about, we call the lockdown spread. And essentially to describe it uh, to your listeners is we have a life-size buck decoy that's about 15 yards away. Mm -hmm. And then we have an ultimate predator gear decoy, which is basically a flat decoy that straps onto your bow. And and, and in my case, it was a doe. Mm -hmm. And so what it looks like is a buck locked down with a doe. And Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to simulate, you know. Uh, we've, we've seen deer that are, you know, bucks that are locked down to does, right? They're, they're guarding that doe, basically. And so they're staring at that doe. If that doe goes left, they go left, try to cut it off, they go right, you know, they keep it in a certain spot. Anyway, that's what I'm trying to simulate. And the hunt you're talking about is on Halloween morning, uh, of last year. And like you said, I was sitting on a, on a, on a tip of a, a spine, like a ridge mm-hmm. and rattling. And what I was trying to do is I was trying to rattle so I can hopefully something would be able to hear that rattling, poke its head out. You know, because I could see a couple hundred yards in every direction uh, from that point. I uh, I rattle, and a deer pops up to our right, which is a it was a young, really nice buck, but a young six by six. Stare, staring at him, and uh, he's about to come into to the spread. And I hear something rustling to my left, and it's uh, it's an absolute giant, one of my biggest Oklahoma bucks ever. And like we said a minute ago, like I've that's where I'm from, so I've killed a lot of nice deer in state and. Anyway, first time I see it, 15 yards. Uh, it's coming into the setup. And, uh, okay, and another thing about this setup is, like, the, I'm the doe yeah. in this case. And me moving, because I was, you got to, if you watch the video, you'll see I'm turned to the right looking at this other deer. I spin back to the left. And so, basically, from that buck's perspective, that doe is moving. Mm-hmm. And so, 
really that movement is a good thing. You know, you want, uh, you know, if it's a static, you know, oh, yeah. kinda maybe it doesn't look as real, but like me moving that bow and moving around actually helps sell the setup. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've said this a bunch of times, but I, I equate it to, well, anyway, I, I drew back and made, made a good shot and the deer didn't go, you know, very far and it was, you know, an absolute stud. But I equate that, that particular style of hunting and it's absolutely 100% a part of my arsenal now is for, for rut hunting. But I equate it to reaping. Like we, we, you know, when reaping for turkeys first came around, it was kind of looked down on or, or at least looked at as a, uh, as a gimmick almost. Oh yeah. That's yeah. the way I, that's the way I feel about this particular style of hunting. So I think about three weeks out of the year, this is how I'm going to hunt. Yeah. You know what I love is sitting there watching this and you know, you've got a camera guy like up to your right and you're sitting there, you're holding your bow in your right hand, you know, and you got this, you're sitting behind this doe decoy and you're rattling with your left hand. And you're like, this little guy's coming in. It's just really exciting, you know? And then right. this other big buck and you're like, it's to my left, you know? And it's like, he's so close. You guys could have fist bumped or something. And, um, I just love you're sitting there on this hillside. You know, you're you're speaking to all of his emotions at that time. You're not decked out in camo. You're on a hillside. I mean, you're like, this is just legitimate hunting. You're working your butt off here. You're trying something new, and it paid off in such a spectacular fashion. I just thought, I haven't seen that style of hunting or that kind of just real authentic hunting in so long. It was really cool to see, man. Well, I, I appreciate that. And you hit, it, hit, hit the nail on the head as far as it being chaotic and exciting. Like <laughs> yeah. it, is the, it is next level. I have sat in thousands of tree stands, and it is exciting every single – in ground blinds. Every, it is exciting every, every single time, you know, a, a big mature buck walks in range. Doing this particular method – it takes it to another level. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I've, like I said earlier, it, it, it's going to be part of my, my rut arsenal from here on out. Period. Yeah. Now you had, you had mentioned <clears throat> that you're, you're going down to Texas uh, to try to get the Texas slam, but actually you started this whole thing in Oklahoma with an Oklahoma slam. How many different animals did you have to get? And did you do it in one season? Uh, for the Oklahoma slam, we have in, in state, we have five big game animals all over the counter tags. And, uh, they, it, I'll just start. It's, it's black bear, pronghorn, antelope, elk, whitetail, and mule deer. Wow. And yeah. And so a few years ago, I decided to go after all those in one year and make a film about it and was lucky enough in a single year, single hunting season, uh, to, to get all five with a bow. And the logistics is by far the hardest part of all of this. Yeah. And, and, and that, that goes for Texas. That goes for Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma, the whole thing started, if you watch the film, the whole thing started because I got offered by a buddy's father-in-law uh, to, to come hunt elk in mm. western Oklahoma. Mm. And I was like, oh, heck yeah, let's do it. And then w- once I realized I had an elk, well, I already had access to whitetail and mule deer just by a lease that I, w- I had access to. And I was like, well, I just need two of them. You know, and that, that's what got the ball rolling. Well, that guy ended up falling through and... Next thing you know, I'm scrambling because I've already announced what I'm doing, you know, and so I have to, I'm, I mean, I'm literally going through a plat map and clicking landowners' names and, and then dial, I bet I dialed 50 plus 
Oh, it's definitely more than 50. I don't, I don't even know how many people yeah. trying to get permission for elk. And then it ends up, you know, I, I got a back doorway of a friend, of a, a cousin, of someone who once had puppies with another <laughs> neighbor. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, and and, 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 and <laughs> now, now, next thing you know, I'm hunting elk in Oklahoma, and I kill an absolute slammer. Wow. Uh, the Texas deal is kind of the same thing in a lot of ways. Uh, they So the thing with Texas is, like, when I did the Oklahoma one, Oklahoma did not have an official slam so I'm, i was just making up as i went along right yeah. i'm making up the rules uh texas they have the texas wildlife association has an official slam big game slam mm-hmm. and it is uh, what they only have three over-the-counter animals like uh regulated seasons and mm-hmm. that's whitetail mule deer and pronghorn mm-hmm. and to for the slam it's those three plus a javelina oh in in oh. one in one year and they do have some score requ- minimums, like requirements, to to make the slam itself, which Oklahoma does not have. I mean, Oklahoma, the, it's just like if you kill one of the species, you know, it's eligible. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the Texas deal is those four animals. And then I wanted to kind of encapsulate for this film that I put together, like kind of what you picture for Texas. And so I added a few animals. I added axis deer, mm. which I was able to tag back in June. Mm. I added... Audad, which I leave for tomorrow oh, wow. to go down in, in the very southwest part of uh, the state to go chase Audad in some of the roughest country, rough, rougher country than you probably thought was in Texas. Mm. Uh, and then I also added elk, which I'll be down there in the same, same region uh, in December chasing elk. So, wow. uh, I'm doing, doing, doing seven animals in Texas this year. Oh, jeez, so. OP. That is crazy, man. Hey, we got to get to a break. Can you stick around for a second part? Absolutely. Yeah, we've been talking with Brandon Adams. Of course, he's the host of My World Outdoors, uh, Fridays at 830 on Sportsman Channel. Yeah, you got to make sure you watch it. Uh, and this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Bradham, uh, Mr. Bradham, Mr. Brandon, uh, before we get to a break, man, to learn more about you, John Christopher, My World Outdoors. Where can we find you online, buddy? Our website, myworldoutdoors.com. Go to Instagram. Have a heavy presence on Instagram. It's underscore BA underscore Adams. And then Facebook, My World Outdoors. Uh, you, can, you can catch up with all of our uh, current antics there. More Brandon Adams right after this. Call Jim and Trav now, 785-846-7647. Calls are customarily recorded and may be aired for broadcast. So if you call, please be brief, be funny, and try not to say thanks. Stick around. More revolution coming up next. I look at all the product and I think about the working hands that that built it. American manufacturing lives in the outdoors. The American dream to me is to build a business that provides the growth and security for the workforce. It's all about the people. Celebrate the companies and workers that keep the tradition alive. Are you willing to do the work to build a better life? That's the American dream. The all-new series, American Made, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. 
with the Wolverine R-Max 2-1000 and R-Max 4-1000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air. Talking buck fever on today's broadcast. Now let's rejoin the boys and Brandon Adams, host of My World Outdoors. Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking buck fever on this week's show. And, uh, of course, we had Brandon Adams for part one. Interesting guy talking about the Oklahoma slam that he just got. And now he's down in Texas uh, trying to get that done. You know, it, it seems like we as hunters, we have to have a game going on. Like for me, I want to do a black and white trophy room. And, uh, and so far, I've got three animals that are black and white. A zebra, a cape buffalo, and a black bear. And you have to do those kinds of things, don't you, in order to make things interesting for you as well, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, so it's just as in life, you know, if 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 you if you work on something, hopefully you're going to master that, or at least get to a certain level level where you kind of want to go to the next level, right? And you kind of set little mini goals throughout your life, really. And I find myself, you know, setting goals and then hopefully reaching them, and then you know. Taking, you know, taking stock and, and setting new goals and then, you know, doing it again. Yeah. So. Once again, you know, going back to you kind of being a, a pragmatic hunter and you setting your own limitations to what you want to do. Um, you had a really interesting video in conversation about deer movement. And I thought this was particularly interesting, and I'm kind of surprised that you did this because um, the findings and what you put out contradicts what every single hunter, what every single app says. And I'm so glad you did this video, man, uh, because if you look at you're talking about deer movement and whether weather patterns actually affect deer movement. And so you went to the folks that can actually tell you this. And what are their findings, Mr. Brandon? Yeah, so what you what you're referring to is something that I stand by. I mean, as a, as a person, as being like you said, uh, pragmatism is kind of the hallmark of what I try to do in everyday life. Yeah, uh, I went to Dallas Barber, who's a big game biologist here in Oklahoma. Uh, great guy and, and extremely knowledgeable on, uh, on the topic of wildlife and whitetail in particular. And then the boys over at Mississippi Department of Old Fisheries and Parks and Wildlife, whatever their official title is, uh, William McKinley. Who's a nationwide leader in, in, in on the subject of white-tailed deer? Oh, yeah. And I asked them about the effect of air temperature in deer movement. And so, for for me, again, this is totally anecdotal, but I noticed that whenever it gets colder, <laughs> the the mature deer are on their feet more. Right, right. So if I have a deer that's close to daylight, you know, in regular weather, and I have a big front coming in. I, you know, I noticed that he's going to be daylight whenever the, the temperatures are cooler. Mm-hmm. And that is my personal perspective of that. Yeah, I asked them that question and they not only 
rebutted what my <laughs> personal findings are. They backed it up with actual studies. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and so it's a little bit egg on my face as far as like what the science says, but I, I, I still can't get over some of the, I, maybe I need to dig in a little into the parameters of the actual studies themselves. I still have a hard time accepting what was said, <laughs> yeah. well, you know, so, which is basically that there is no there is no correlation between but, uh, temp, air temperature and daylight movement for white-tailed deer. Well, it's really funny is when you listen to what they're saying, they're talking, how do you define deer movement? You know, right. you know, if you look at you think of when are there drastic temperature changes? Well, when hunting seasons are happening, okay? Or big fronts coming. When do you spend more time in the woods? During seasons when temperatures are changing. So maybe the movement isn't more increased due to weather, or you're just actually in the field, you're in a stand, you're in a blind, and you're noticing deer when last week you weren't there. You know, I thought that was really interesting. Like, what is your interpretation of increased deer movement? And when you think about it like that, it's like, well, I mean, that really gives you something to think about. You know, I, I, I'm kind of with you. You know, everyone sits here and thinks, well, yeah, you know, we got to wear real tree camo and deer move when it's cold outside. Um, but maybe, maybe that's just something that we have dreamt up ourselves. You know, I don't know. Well, I, so for me, I, this is my seventh. It's hard to even say this out loud because I don't <laughs> think I'm very old, but this is my 17th season being in the outdoor industry, traveling the country. Wow. And, and, and doing this and been doing it full time since 08, you know, and, and, and two years prior to that, basically as a hobby. And so I say that to say that I'm out there all the time. I'm not out there. I'm not a weekend warrior is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I'm out there when it's hot. I'm out there when it's cold. I'm out there when it's windy. I'm out there when it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, 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 and the amount of trail cameras that I have went through in my life is astonishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still can't get over what they said in their findings. <laughs> because, and, and I know confirmation bias is a real thing. I truly know that. Yeah. But, well, man, when that big front hit uh, last week, there was so many deer, big deer that people hadn't seen uh, hitting the ground across the country. And, you know, I mean, I have, you know, I, I know antidote and uh, confirmation bias is a real thing. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep plugging away doing what I do and, and hopefully I keep finding success. You so. bet. Hey, we've been talking with Brandon Adams. He's the host of My Outdoor World. No, My World Outdoors or My World Outdoors. Anyhow, it's uh, on Sportsman's Channel Friday nights at eight thirty Eastern time. That's right. And this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Now is My World Outdoors on My Outdoor TV? I no, I do not believe we're streaming on my world or my my MOTV. I yeah. do not believe we're on there. We got to do that. We'll uh, we'll write some emails and we'll strongly word them so it gets. We got to get a petition going. <laughs> That's right. All right, now, Mister Brandon, to learn more about you and your co-host John Christopher, my world outdoors upcoming episodes uh, to keep up to date with your Texas Slam, man. Where can we find you online? MyWorldOutdoors.com. Uh, that's a, that, that gives you a lot, all the links that you need to know as far, as far as our social media pages. But Instagram, I have heavy presence on Instagram. It's underscore BA underscore Adams. Our YouTube channel, My World Outdoors. And then, of course, our Facebook page, My World Outdoors. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you up to date with everything that's going on. And we got a lot of good stuff in the, in, in the kitchen right now. A lot of good stuff. So definitely uh, stay tuned. All right. We got to get to a break. We'll return right after this. Recently, we asked if you thought we'd been really awesome these past few months. 
You guys have been really awesome these last few months. And you agreed. So for even more awesome, check out JimandTrav.com and stay tuned because the Super Duper Awesome Show will continue right after these short messages. Any adventure, any task, any time. There's a Yamaha Utility ATV for any ride and any rider. See the full lineup at YamahaMotorsports.com. Adventure seekers can start with the trail-tested capability and comfort of the Yamaha Grizzly lineup. For the ultimate in midsize ATV performance, check out the Yamaha Kodiak 450. And for those who mix work and pleasure, the Yamaha Kodiak 700 line devours chores and leaves room for adventure. Find your utility ATV at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 years and older. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. For safety and training information, see your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with J.D. Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, J.D.? Oh, yeah. Go to vinedabar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vine de Bar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties, but you have to go to the website. It's vinetobar.com, and the code is CHOCOLATE20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate too much. Yes. Too much. Go to vinetobar.com and put in chocolate 20. You get 20% off your order. Again, vinetobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. The code chocolate, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E 20. Vine to bar chocolate, chocolate 20. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week talking about buck fever. And, of course, we had Brian Spicer on with No Limits Hunting. We had Mrs. Bunny and Brandon Adams. Brandon Adams. Jimbo, last word, man. Hey, the last word is get out there. It's hunting season. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure all over the country there's great hunting. Get out there. You can't shoot anything from the couch except your television. Exactly. And also, hammer home firearm safety. It is imperative, boys and girls. And that's where you talk about not shooting your televisions. So, anyways, uh, we love you, boys and girls. Peace out in the right, Jimbo. That's right. And God bless the USA. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.